You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 94. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you have been listening for a long time, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. If you want to connect with me on social, I am at Tiff South. That's Tiff with two Fs. And you can connect with the show's account at HowDoes underscore SheDoIt. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending sitting down with your finances and beginning to hold yourself accountable. I sat down with my finances about two weeks ago as of the recording of this episode, and I have been so much more cognizant about the way that I've been spending my money ever since. And I have also been scheduling regular check-ins for me to go through my spending and reconcile it with the budget app that I'm using. And I'm using Every Dollar, which is an app by Dave Ramsey, where he basically, um, the philosophy is that every dollar has a job, including like your savings, your entertainment budget, all of those things. So I recommend you sitting down with your finances and make sure that your spending and saving align with the goals that you have set for yourself. And that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. If you are feeling stuck in your career or unsure about what move you need to make next, or if you feel like you're unfulfilled and you know that there's more you could be doing with your gifts and with your purpose that God has called you to, I encourage you to schedule a short call with me. In a 10-minute call, we can figure out where you are right now, where you want to be, and how we may be able to work together to move you forward. If you go to bit.ly slash 10tiff, again, that's bit.ly slash the number 10, T-I-F-F, then you will be able to schedule a short call with me and we can figure out where you are right now and make sure that you can build up your faith and your confidence to get you to the next step. I look forward to talking to you soon. I mentioned in episode 92 and 93 that we were going to get kind of serious about the professional development and the career development part of our conversation on this podcast. And of course, never forgetting that we can't move any other part of our life forward unless we are moving our faith forward. And so every in every discussion and everything that we talk about, my objective is to make sure that we are starting with God first. And so every every piece of advice, every area of life that we talk about, I want you to remember that and keep that in mind because that is the both the backdrop, the foreground, the foundation, the peak, all of the things about uh, the focus of this podcast really. So today we are talking about relationships and not boo relationships, but 
the importance of your professional relationships and how those relationships will be able to take you where your qualifications can't when it comes to your career and when it comes to your success. And this topic came up because I have realized in a lot of the conversations that I have with clients and with prospective clients, one of the things that is inevitably part of the conversation is networking. And networking has become this, I don't want to say dirty word, but it's become this thing that evokes a certain type of emotion in people because they are either concerned that they're not doing enough networking, that their network is not big enough, that they are, they don't know how to network. And when it comes down to it, networking is really about building relationships. And so I'm not talking about networking in this podcast. I'm not talking about how to like tips for networking specifically. We will get into some of that, but this week I want to talk about why relationships are so important in your success. And I know that it, uh, like I said, relationship building even brings up this image of you walking into a room and there are all these people and you have to begin to make awkward, you know, meaningless introductions to people and make small talk and talk about things that you don't really care about, which is not actually what networking is, right? That's what it, I think... You could argue that that's what it used to be, whereas now in this digital age, networking means a lot of different things. Building relationships means a lot of different things. And the way that you stand out and create those relationships looks really different than what it used to 5, 10, 15 years ago. So when I started to realize that this was such a concern and people were attaching all of this fear and this anxiety and this pressure even, or had this, this sense of lack and that they were not doing something right because their relationships did or did not look a certain kind of way, I wanted to talk about it. And so over the next several episodes, we'll talk about the what, the why, and the how of, of relationship building. So today we're going to talk about why. And I, in the last six months, in working with clients who have usually 10 or more years of experience, I've noticed a trend. And the trend is that when there's a realization that someone either needs to or wants to move on in their career, that's usually the point when people start to reflect on what their relationships look like. And they either realize one of two things, that they don't have really deep or meaningful relationships with people, or they have not done the work to maintain those relationships that they once had with people. And so I want to talk today, whether you are new to your career, whether you are an experienced professional, whether you're somewhere in between, really taking and assessing the importance of relationships in your career and why you need to, no matter where you are in your career, begin to develop and foster those relationships. So, and really some of the benefits of relationship building in your profession. And when I say profession, I mean your career, your business, whatever the thing is that you de define as your profession, as your career, as your business, that is what profession means. So the first reason why you need to make building relationships a priority on your professional journey is relationships give you access to advice and guidance. 
And when I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I'm still currently in the Proverbs study of the First Five uh, app, and we read recently Proverbs 11, and again, Proverbs is the book of wisdom, right? So it's all this advice about the benefits of wisdom and different ways wisdom benefits you and different ways to seek wisdom and what happens if you don't seek wisdom and all these things. But Proverbs 11 verse 14 reads, where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And that's the English Standard Version. Again, that's Proverbs eleven fourteen. And just for context, chapter eleven in Proverbs is one of those is one of those chapters where every line is like a one line zinger, right? So it's like there's not necessarily an additional context that comes around that verse. So I just wanted to to put that caveat there. But if you think about that relationships give you access to guidance and advice. And if you are someone, no matter what stage in your career are, where, no matter what stage you are in your career, you should not be operating in a silo. You should be operating and accessing other people who can give you advice and who can give you counsel and who can give you guidance related to the specific technical aspects of your job, related to the things that you do, related to things that you want to do, right? So if you don't want to be a person who falls, uh, but basically if you have if you have counsel, as this verse says, if you have counsel, there is safety, right? There's minimizing risk when you are doing things that come with the advice and the insight of other people, of other professionals. And so you want to make sure that you're accessing the relationships and the people who can give you some of that advice and that counsel. The second reason why you need to make relationship building a priority in your professional journey is you want to make sure that the relationships that you have, that they sharpen your skills and your and your growth, right? Proverbs 12, 15 says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. And if you think about how what you learn from someone who knows how to cook better than you do. Like whenever I'm cooking something, even when I'm not necessarily needing some help, there are usually two people that I call, sometimes three depending on what it is. It's usually my mother or one of my best friends because they are people who I know cook really well. They cook a lot of the same things that I cook and they will be able to give me insight along the way. And they'll help me sharpen my skills because I am seeking their advice and not only going with the thing that I think is right in my own eyes. And cooking is a pretty simplistic example, but you can things can go really wrong if you do not recognize the proper measurement or you think that this is the right way to do it, especially when you're talking about baking. If you mess up a measurement in baking, you can start you can start intending to have one dish and come out with something completely different based on the chemistry. But anyway, relationships help you sharpen your skills. If you are operating in the silo that I kind of mentioned earlier, if the only thing that you are thinking about is the right way that you have it in your mind, you are going to be missing out. And the only way to know and to gain more is to be in relationship, is to be in community, and to make sure that you're accessing the knowledge and the wisdom to make sure that what you are learning, you can be adding to what you're learning and what you know based on what other people learn and what other people know. Thus, you listening to this podcast, right? You already are somebody who believes that listening to other people is important because it helps you learn new things. So in your day-to-day -day life, I want you to think about who are the people that you think that you reach out to? Who are the people that you talk to? Who are the people that you seek to learn from day to day? And if that list is short, that's fine. But if you can't really if you can't think of someone who's a go-to resource for you 
on that you could call on any given day, not necessarily related to your professional journey or your like your day-to-day work, but what about your friendships, right? But in your career specifically though, who do you go to? Who is a resource for you? And if you don't have that resource, send me a message. Hit me up. I'm at Tiff South on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and that's Tiff with two Fs. Send me a message and let me know. You know what? I actually don't have someone where I feel comfortable going to on a given day to speak to these kinds of issues. And that's something that I'm actually um, I'm going to talk more about in the next couple episodes is really starting to build a community of faith-based women who are professional resources for each other. Because I know how important that's been to me in my life. And I know the messages that I get from you all. And I know the interaction that we sometimes hope to have with each other, but we just haven't made those connections. So all that to say, relationships are really important because they help you sharpen your skills. And again, the scripture reference for that particular point is Proverbs 12 and uh, verse 15. The third reason why you want to make building relationships a priority in your professional journey is that relationships offer you support through hard seasons. Relationships offer you support through hard seasons. And especially in those really challenging moments, I can think of three very distinct career junctures and decisions that I've had to make to this point. And I called on the same person in each of those career, each of those instances and other people, uh, depending for, you know, varied between the, the situations. But there was one person common across all three in my professional network that I reached out to. And it's so important to be able to feel like you can have someone who will support you through those hard seasons when you are going through a relationship, uh, you know, bump in the road with someone on your team, with a colleague, with a supervisor? Is there somebody that you can vent to? Is there somebody who's going to tell you this is going to be okay? Is there somebody who's going to give you biblically sound counsel to help you work through that season? Or is it just going to be, and we all have our moments and we're allowed to vent and we, again, we have our real human emotion, but is the advice going to be to cut this person off and be conniving to them and be mean to them if if they're mean to you and just, you know, kind of tit for tat? Or is the person going to try and help you pray through the situation? Are they going to actually pray with you and pray for you? Are they going to ask you, okay, well, what does scripture say about this? How are we supposed to approach our work relationships? And there's guidance to that in scripture, right? So when I was thinking about relationships and supporting you through hard seasons, I was trying to figure out what was a, a, a biblical a biblical relationship that really resonated for that point. And Ruth and Naomi came to mind. Quick editorial break. Ruth was Naomi's daughter-in-law, and it was Naomi's daughters-in-law that were traveling with her. And all three of them, Ruth, Naomi, and her other daughter-in-law, lost their husband, so they were all widows. All right, back to the show. And Ruth was, uh, excuse me, Naomi was a widow, and so were her daughters, Ruth and I forget the name of her other daughter. I apologize. But um, Naomi was having a really hard time, right? Naomi was like telling her daughters, leave me, do not come with me. I can't, I can't support you. I can't keep you alive. And Ruth was like, no, Naomi, I'm coming with you. And as a result of Ruth's loyalty to supporting Naomi through this hard season and Naomi, even I, although reluctantly, accepting her coming with her and supporting her, 
they ended up having Naomi's faith was restored. Naomi's faith in the Lord was restored. And, um, and Ruth ended up getting her Boaz out of the situation, right? So when you think about the seasons of, of needing support and being supportive to other people, the results are not necessarily going to be immediate, but the community of helping you build up your faith, restore your faith, work through the hard times will really serve to help you have a, a reflection point and a testimony for the next time you hit a bumpy season. And it just feels good to have people support you. It feels really good to know that you are not alone in a scenario. And that's why I share the things that I share with you all on this podcast, because it not just it's not to necessarily just for my benefit to tell you, you know, my business and to tell you things that I'm that I'm going through, but it's the power of knowing that you're not alone and me sharing these things and then you sharing back with me in comments or in emails or in DMs or posting it in your social media, that helps me know that I'm not alone and you hearing me helps you know that you're not alone, right? And so I am supporting you although I might not talk to you one-on-one, -on -one, um which again I'm hoping to be able to change in some way going forward forward, even though you may not talk back to me during this episode in a way that I can hear you, we are in a community and we have a relationship and support for each other. So it's really, it's really important in your career to know that you have people that you can lean on in through, especially through the hard seasons and to have people who are going to celebrate you when things are going really well, who are going to be really excited for you, who are going to pray for you about opportunities. And I had a situation in the last couple months of the year where I was faced with a, with a job opportunity and I had to seek the counsel of my community. I had to seek the prayer and support of my community because it would have been a potentially really big decision or rather it, it was a big decision to even be considering the opportunity. And, um, and I needed people to help me navigate the what ifs and how do I pray about this? And is this, is this, am I feeling this thing the right way? Am I excited about this for the right reasons or the wrong reasons? And so to be able to have people to support me through that was really a blessing because otherwise I don't know, I don't know how I would have handled it by myself. So again, make sure that you seek the seek the support of other people, particularly through hard seasons, but always also when you need people who are going to celebrate you. And the fourth reason why you need to make building relationships a priority in your professional journey is relationships help you learn about and pursue opportunities, both immediate opportunities and opportunities in the future. Again, relationships help you learn about and pursue opportunities, both immediate and opportunities in the future. And I'm talking about new jobs. I'm talking about projects, volunteering, attending, you know, um, professional development events, conferences, like all those things. The more people who know about your professional experience and the professional goals that you have, and the more people who will be able to say, oh, hey, when, you know, I heard about this opportunity and I thought you might be interested in it. When you think about, um, so when I was thinking about what was a, a relationship where this was true, Esther and Mordecai came up. And now Esther and Mordecai have, they, they were, Esther was Mordecai's niece. So it was a little bit of they, their relationship wasn't just a professional relationship, but their closeness allowed them to be there for each other through a really difficult and ultimately an amazing experience. So if you're not familiar with the book of Esther, I actually highly recommend a study by Tony Evans. And Tony Evans did a I want to say it was a six part series on Esther. And that 
it was so, so very good. But just generally speaking, Esther was, again, was Mordecai's niece and he helped her pursue becoming the king's wife. So there was this like, basically this contest contest after Vashti said, I'm not trying to be Mordecai. I mean, I'm not trying to be um, King Azuerus, I want to say, or King Xerxes. I'm not trying to be his wife anymore. So he needs a new wife. And so there was this contest had and all these pretty women and all the things. And so Mordecai was supporting Esther throughout this journey, but it also came to an opportunity where Esther was faced with the chance to save her people. And Mordecai was there to support her and to encourage her when she was not sure she could do it. And Mordecai basically had to really help Esther understand the season that she was in. And so again, they were uncle and niece and they had a, you know, a different type of relationship, but there are people who will help encourage you in moments and push you towards opportunities that you might think you're too small for. And Esther was, you know, was basically was unsure. And Mordecai said to her in verse is Esther chapter four, verse, uh, do, do, do. <laughs> verse 14 uh, for if you keep silent at this time relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place but you and your father's house will perish and who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this who knows if you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this like right now is your opportunity you don't know that this time was not meant for you to take this chance and imagine having that conversation just inside your own head and being nervous and being uncertain versus having someone who you know who you trust who believes in you who has the same faith that you have who will pray in the way that will support you and build you up who can add to your willingness to try this thing and to push yourself forward towards an opportunity to uh to to move your career forward to be a voice for people who may not be who may not have a voice right and so this is not just about necessarily a job opportunity or getting your name on a certain project but there are times at work where you may have to speak up in a situation that is uncomfortable and I have been walking through that in the last week and I'll uh, tell you more about that later but sometimes there are going to be things that are uncomfortable that other people won't say, but you are positioned with the respect that you have within your team. You are positioned with your experience and your expertise. You are uniquely positioned with your voice and with your faith to be the person who speaks up on behalf of other people. And in this instance, Esther was that person. Esther was uniquely qualified. She slipped through the cracks literally to get to become um, queen but she was a, she was a Jew, and this in this the, this town or the I don't want to say the providence that she was in was hostile to Jews, and yet she was now poised to be and have the respect of a king who would give her what she asked for, which was in this case saving saving the Jews and exposing the plot of a man who was going to kill them, and and sometimes again it may not be it might not be that dramatic or that kind of the stakes might not be that high as people's literal lives on the on their hand, but we actually don't know that the stakes won't get that high in our lives right we are living in funky times in these united states of america if you're listening in another country i can't speak to the politics of other countries abroad but i know that in america right now we have two black people running for president in 2019 when we have people who are 
who are much more vocal about their dislike for the rise of people of color in this country than they have been in recent history. And so could this not be a time where we have to speak up on behalf of believers and people of color and women and marginalized communities in ways that we may never have been before? Could this not mean that at work we may have to face uh, and have conversations about some of this difficulties, about some of the things that we've come across, about some of the challenges that we have as marginalized people in majority white work environments that will that other people won't speak on behalf of? And so but when you have internal relationships and external relationships with people who will help build you up and remind you of who you are, if you thought about what we talked about in episode 92, whose are you right like who's the power like God's power literally lives within like lives inside of you and so when you think about those things now the being able to have relationships with people inside of your organization or inside of your industry who will build you up as you try to do things that might be uncomfortable for you that might be countercultural to the space that you're in that might be contradictory to things that you've done before but are really important to to express yourself and to get yourself a new platform and to improve and move yourself forward. Again, I talk about with like the fact, and I, I don't talk about this, scripture talks about this, us being salt and light. If salt doesn't have any flavor, it's useless. Useless. If light is under a basket, it does not, it's, it, no one can see it. No one benefits from it. So in order to add flavor, one way to keep flavor in your salt and keep your light on a hill is to make sure that you're connecting with people who will help you do so. So that is really all I had to say for this, for this particular topic. But I want us to think about as we are thinking about the importance of relationships, don't assume that because you've had some measure of success in your career or that you've had some longevity, that don't assume, number one, that it's too late for you to develop these kinds of relationships if you feel like you don't have uh, deep relationships or enough of them. And number two, don't assume that you don't need these relationships because of where you are right now. No matter where you are in your career, relationships are going to be valuable. They're going to be necessary to get you to that next step or even transitioning out of where you are right now. And so this week we talked about the why, why relationships are really important. Next week in episode 95, we're going to talk about the five key relationships you will need in your close professional circle. And this is where, you know, we're going to be talking about making sure you are discerning about the people who you allow in and out of your circle, who you share certain things with, who you don't share certain things with. And so that's what we're going to be talking about in episode 95. But I want to say thank you for listening to episode 94. If you have not already connected with me on social media, I am at Tiff South. And you can follow the show's page at how does underscore she do it. If you have not scheduled your 10 minute call with me, it's actually longer than 10 minutes now. But if you haven't scheduled your short call with me, go to bit.ly slash the number 10 T-I-F-F and you can do so. And stay tuned. We are going to be hosting webinars this month. We're going to be getting ready for to take our career and to elevate our career to the next level. So keep listening, keep sharing, and thank you so much for your support. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.